2: bill press and friends on the district productive network here's the thing this is obviously a very sensitive topic uh the russia stuff and so not only did jeff sessions lie lied he lied let's be whatever whatever his motivation was maybe it slipped his mind whatever but at the end of the day it was not truthful Mm -hmm. so it was a lie uh lying about an issue as sensitive as russia you can't get that wrong. You can't well, goof that up. And, it's also, and if you do, get ready for the like the backlash. Look, and,
3: and every th- there's this Republican uh, defense of him that's saying, "Well, he, he, you know, he, when he was responding to Franken, he was responding to breaking news, and he was he didn't know it. I think he said it in his press conference. I was just sort of shocked by the news and all that." Look, Russia was a big story at that point. Yeah. So either one of two things happened: either he. I mean he should have been prepared to answer any connections and conversations he had yeah. with Russia. That that should have been an easy one. So either he didn't prepare and there was gross incompetence or he went in and lied.
2: Yeah. That's fair. I, I think I think that is a very fair uh characterization of what happened. Now, let me ask you this because uh, they're now like lining up all these different Trump administration officials who admit that they have met with Russia. Uh the Russian ambassador, or spoken to Russia, or, you know, all all up and down the uh, uh, the spectrum here. So it, it's now been confirmed that Jared Kushner and mm-hmm. Michael Flynn met with Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, it, let me just ask you this. Not that I don't have an answer for this, but just to play devil's avocado for a It's, moment. it's okay. <laughs> uh, it's okay if you don't have an answer, Peter. It's, it's... Oh, I have an answer for everything, as you know. <laughs> Uh, Why does it matter that Jared Kushner met with Russia? Because it's Russia. Just because it's Russia. Well, first and foremost, foremost, because it's Russia.
3: Because he, Jared Kushner, wasn't taking these meetings with every other ambassador from every country. But because it's Russia, and it's a a pattern here, and because they have said, there was a a USA Today um, article yesterday that Laid out 20 times top <laughs> Trump officials have denied any senior campaign or administration contact with Russia and it just keeps coming. yeah, and that's what it was. this was this was not disclosed before. They've denied that stuff like this has happened, and we only hear about it yeah when the press reports right. it right and the The New York Times reported this and the White House said, yeah, look, there are a million reasons it's fine to meet with Russia. Why don't you tell us what you were talking about? Yeah. Why don't you disclose the times it happened? And why don't you explain why it keeps happening with Russia as opposed to the Chinese ambassador, <laughs> the French <laughs> okay. ambassador? You know any of these other world powers that we should if that we should be if this is just standard stuff, there should be all these high-level meetings. Yeah. There are so many questions. Russia keeps coming up. There's a pattern. And we don't have a lot of answers we need to have. We don't have Trump's tax returns, right. which are a big thing hanging over here. Sure. I mean, he has claimed over and over that he doesn't have any investments in uh, Russian companies. Well, first of all, th- that's a very specific statement he makes there, and there's ways that he can be
2: invested in by <laughs> <Right>. Russians. <laughs> but also, great, show us. So I think that's a very good point. They're, they're At best, they're being dodgy. Yes, at, at, at best, best they're big dodgers. Look, if if
3: if they if nothing bad ever happens in these conversations, mm. why don't you just tell us? Just about tell the us con- what happened. Tell us what happens. You know, it, it, Sessions uh, went on uh, uh, your best friend Tucker Carlson's show last night, oh, you know what? and oh, dear, uh, yeah. no, I you, I have the receipts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we all have the receipts, Peter. Oh, dear, yeah. um, the internet has the receipts. Um, and he said that he he changed it just ever so slightly from saying. I didn't talk about uh, uh, the election to saying, I didn't uh, talk about the election in any particular fashion right, right, or at right, any right. particular length. There's something along those lines. Right. Now, if you were being, if your, uh, if your spouse said to you, I didn't cheat on you in any particular, particular fashion, fashion, that works how, for me. How would you take that? <laughs> that works for me. So it's it's evolving here. I mean, it started two days ago as there was no contact. Well, I mean, yeah. it started... A month ago, right. as there was zero contact. Then it was not about this. Then it was, you know, it's we see an ever-evolving picture, and you know he then says, and we just talked about uh, simple stuff like Ukraine. <laughs>
2: oh, very simple.
3: Okay, that's what you and I talk about. Like, when we let's, hang out and grab let's beer, talk about yeah. that. Is is it sanctions involving the Ukraine? Right, because that's important too. Because yeah. he was not. In government, yeah. I mean he was a senator, right, but he was right.
4: not he was speaking on behalf of the administration. Uh, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So the highlight uh of that Tucker hit for me
4: was there's two clips here, right? So first we have Tucker asking Jeff Sessions about the phone call. Did you have a meeting and a phone call? So here's Jeff Sessions' answer. According to news reports, you met twice with the Russian ambassador in person, Ambassador Kesliak, and, and had one phone conversation with him. Is that the extent of your contact with him, those three? Events. I
1: don't remember whether I had a phone call conversation with him or not. Now, four minutes later, I don't recall. Mm-hmm. Four minutes later, yeah. Tucker gets a phone call. We
4: just received a call from your office, and I'm hearing from my producer that they are saying that there was not a phone call between you and the Russian ambassador that's been uh, included in press accounts. Was there? I
1: don't recall any such phone call. You don't no, any such phone call. How hard is it to get the facts straight?
3: Oh my. I
1: mean and by the when way, you're making them up Jamie and the it's way, very difficult. And by the way,
2: these are th- like this has been stewing now for a good solid at, with the, the time that he did this interview with uh-huh. Tucker Carlson for like a good 24 hours. Oh yeah. Get it together, He's man. He's a lawyer. Yeah, He's the right. archer. He, he, he is he the knows, lawyer. He knows
3: how to build a defense. Yeah. He, he, he is He is our nation's lawyer. Yeah. He's also a, a, a seasoned politician. And, you know, there are two things. It, I've worked with a lot of lawyers when I've been uh, managing campaigns who are running for office. And the hardest thing to do is teach a lawyer how to not uh, answer a question like a lawyer. Because a lawyer's instinct is to answer it very sharply. Yeah. But give you no extra information. Right. You know, answer the question and nothing more. A politician's job is to answer the question that they want to answer, not the question that was asked. They're two very different things. Jeff Sessions did neither of those things. Yeah. He is just keeps spewing kind of random information and stabbing in the dark. Yeah. It's very
2: weird to watch. Here's what I think the, the big issue is, the, what the Trump administration has to get used to or have to figure out, because at the end of the day... Did Donald Trump win the election because Russia got involved? No, I don't think so. However, well, th- that's debatable. I mean, it- I,
3: I don't know how you say that with any confidence. He law He won the election by forty thousand votes in three states. You're going to tell me how those people flipped?
2: I, I, I did Russia provide forty thousand votes for Donald Trump? Did,
3: did Wikileaks a sustained? Uh, I, 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 you you can't say that. Let, with let any me finish. Me, let me, I, I,
2: of course I can. I'm an idiot. I can say, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Have, have we met. Uh, let me finish my thought. I I can't say that I think that Russia swung the election to Donald Trump. I really truly don't believe that. However, they clearly played a role, and like it has swept so many people up in the web. Right? Like there's definitely bad things that we need to look at, and, and Russia definitely got involved in a way that they should not have gotten involved, and a lot of Trump administration officials went along with that, and that's going to catch up with them at some point. And so you have this giant web out there of the Russia stuff that's, again, questionable at best. And, like, nobody's being forthcoming and upfront about what actually, what role they play. I'm Alexander Jaffe's reporter for Vice News. Alexander, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. Okay, I, I gotta, uh, sorry, I got to Go stop ahead. you for
3: a second. I'm very excited. I've been a fan of your work, so this oh, is fun thanks. for me. Yeah. I, I, I like uh, I like when the
2: good ones get to come in Thank and you. I get to sit next door. I'm
0: glad to be here.
2: You work for Vice News now, and somehow you don't have a full sleeve of tattoos. I know. I'm working on it. Though. All right. Okay. <laughs> I good. Started. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. kind of like a requirement just to get in the door. There. I'm right? not gonna
0: lie. They told me to buy a leather jacket. They actually <laughs> told really? me to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to vice, to I had to vice up a little bit. No. You know, we <laughs> had
2: Evan McMorris Santoro in, also from Vice News. Uh, and he came in the other day. He has uh, uh, he has face tattoos now. Right. He's got a giant like bull nose ring now. I mean, I he, just, just...
0: he has killed someone. He's killed, on he, a story.
2: he killed he, someone he with he a fight. knife he made out of <laughs> a bar of soap. He now sounds like someone I would love to date. <laughs> <Jonathan>. <laughs> Being very serious here. (laughs) Uh, Follow Alexandra on Twitter at AJJaffe and com. Okay, so I first of all want to start with the Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, the repeal and replace, which who knows if it's going to happen or what the hell is going We were just
0: talking about the stunt on on the hill yesterday. Okay,
3: this is the (laughs) greatest. Yeah, I was out of the loop on this, so
2: I I was just being filled in. Okay. Talk to me about the scavenger hunt. Right. Yesterday. They
0: didn't find the bill. They never <laughs> found the You know what?
2: Maybe the bill has been in their hearts all along, all right. look the <laughs> <laughs> look, look they, like t- t- give us the details on this, Alex
0: so Rand Paul tweeted that he was going to the place where they were holding the secret bill because um House Republicans were keeping it under like literal locking key, protected by Capitol Police, so that only members of the committee dealing with it marking it up could take a look at it because there's no final bill yet. They're still tweaking the numbers because the numbers are so bad. Um, but Rand Paul wanted to go and sort of highlight the fact that this is ridiculous and they're not letting people see it early, went and held an impromptu press conference in front of the room. The bill was not there. And House Democrats, sensing a messaging opportunity, hopped on this scavenger hunt through the Capitol and like poked their heads into McCarthy's office, and it got very ridiculous and circus-like.
2: Like, Rand Paul knows how to stunt. Right. Oh.
0: He's great. He's yeah. going <laughs> to stunt. He's right. very
2: good at stunting. This is Democrats are not Democrats are not,
3: and I'm I'm actually excited to see my uh, see my fellow Democrats uh, sense a messaging opportunity, whether uh, it worked or not. They at least they recognize their spidey senses are coming back to life.
0: They kept it going. Uh, Pelosi was tweeting Rand Paul like an image of uh, bloodhounds on the hunt, (laughs) and said something like, "I'm just helping you out, Rand Paul." He he retweeted it.
3: Wait, he retweeted Nancy Pelosi? Yeah, right. Well, we we live in a bipartisan age. No,
0: Jake. we live in end times. <laughs>
3: we're like hurtling towards the sun and we're gonna crash into it. Yeah, the, the great thing about this, of course, is that Rand Paul wants to find the bell so he can make sure that it's Takes away health care from as many people as possible, <laughs> yeah, right. while Nancy Pelosi wants to find the bill to try to pr- preserve as much of Obamacare as possible. That's where it's, the bipartisanship stops. Yeah, yeah, at actual All policy. All fun and games
2: until that.
0: Well, but conservatives and Democrats could be the end of the bill, so yes, we'll see where that goes. Like,
2: this is the the most. Iannucciian thing ever of like an actual scavenger hunt in the in the I capital for this like I, it's it's literally unbelievable if you were
3: to write.
2: yeah you're a you're a you're a uh, cinephile
3: no I, Amado
2: I, Iannucci the the uh, you
3: know who are right. uh, are you referring to National Treasure that's that's what this sounds like uh, no no I, no I
2: thought you were a liberal elitist
3: oh no. I'm just, I'm just liberal. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I, I have the uh, tastes of a, you know, a, a simpleton.
2: <laughs> um, on this whole repeal, replace, secret plan, whatever, what, like, what is going to happen here, Alex? Like,
0: we don't quite know. Yeah. They were supposed to roll out the bill this week. Part of the reason they didn't was the CBO score was so bad. They can't get the bill to balance based on what they're using to pay for it. And when it does balance, members are not happy with, you know, sort of what what people are getting. So that was part of the problem. When they leaked the bill, there was all of this outrage over it. And that's why it's under lock and key now. They don't want any leaks.
2: So they're just going to screw the CBO score altogether. <clears> they're just not even going to have. They it.
0: might not. Yeah. They're, so the, what I was told is they're working through the weekend to <laughs> Can turn you it around. Imagine? And, yeah. CBO is not coming out with anything. Oh, my God. I know.
3: One of the great ironies is this is the folks who have spent so much time um, lecturing us for years about the importance of having bills be able to be read with a huge amount of time, making sure that they are mm-hmm. fully comprehended, scored, et cetera, are the now the ones who are squirreling it away and running it around a cap- the Capitol.
0: Rand Paul actually said that. He said it's like with Obamacare when it was— so
2: me I mean, look, Rand Paul and I, I share like one the Obama part. Care bill. There's Rand Paul, uh, yeah. you
1: recall when Obamacare was passed in 2010, 2009, 2010, Nancy Pelosi said, you'll know what's in it after we pass it. The Republican Party shouldn't act in the same way.
2: That I mean, Rand Paul does kind of have a point. Nancy yeah. Pelosi did say that it wasn't a very good look. Yeah. No,
3: it was not. It was not a good line. Now, of course, there was more context around it. Sure. And to be fair, Nancy Pelosi never hid the bill. Right. No, <laughs> that's true. And you know, the the other thing is ACA had more de- hours of debate on it than almost any other bill in yeah. modern history, if not the most. I know. I know that this is like
2: hardly breaking new ground here, but like It's what you're best at. Yeah. Old retreaded <laughs> news. <laughs> Reheated thoughts. Right in my wheelhouse. But um Oh shoot, now I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. How could you do that? <laughs> that to me? Uh, oh no no, I remember what I was gonna say. So like the Republicans have had multiple mm. election cycles.
0: To figure this out. To
2: figure this out. Yeah. Like how, how many times have they voted
3: for repeal? Four election
2: cycles, <clears throat> right?
3: How many times have they voted to repeal? It's 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 in the sixties. It's in the sixties, right? right. yeah. At some point no one thought Let's do this. Let's second get it back the plan. And,
2: and like even like it, you know, they ran on uh, ran against Obamacare. a right. couple of times it didn't work out so well for them. but Like, they knew that they were going to have to cross this bridge at some point. I literally, I'm dumbfounded.
0: They should have. How they didn't see
2: this coming. Well,
0: the Washington Post actually had a really good piece on how the GOP is facing a deficit of wonks because they had this, like, populist uprising and the Tea Party got a lot of career politicians out Mm -hmm. of office. So they don't have people there to build the policy. And I think that that is, to some extent, what we're seeing right
1: now.
2: It's so great to have you on board. Many thanks. Uh, Matt Fuller is with us. He's a congressional reporter for the Huffington Post. I mentioned you should follow him on Twitter at MEP Fuller. Not just for his uh, uh, analysis of Congress, but for my trash tweets as well. You get <laughs> a lot of great
4: trash, trash, tweet, trash tweets. What, what's a trash tweet? Just, just, just Struggle check the Twitter, tweets. and you'll, 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 you'll. <laughs> Figure that one out real quick. All right. like, I mean, oh, most
3: I- most tweets on Twitter are trash. Yeah,
4: yeah. No, I live and breathe in that world. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go <laughs> you know, see if I can find. Like, uh, oh, I just I just tweeted some horrible trash just like six minutes ago because I was you know. Out yep, there. you sure
2: did. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> As a trash tweeter, we're gonna read this one. Oh, what no. what is the
4: tune to this? Well, you, you gotta like you get, first of all, it's 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 a it's a bit of a break, so you'd have to. You have to come in. <laughs> yeah. Come on. You can do this if you have if you
2: have it in you. Matt tweeted with music with the music symbol. Musical you, notes. You know. Peter has a musical background by the way. Okay. Oh, the, I can't tell, what, an key I C, can't tell what key this is. I can't tell what key this is. No country pride, no furor over savings. We ain't German. If you're in uh, 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 Are you I let, let you know. Oh this yeah. I mean, this is, I, mean oh, well, I don't want to I can't bring it here but
4: No country pride, no furor over savings. We ain't German. Then you could finish it. And then
2: I can finish it. If you ain't in this country, your your vodka be Kirkland.
4: But you guys aren't.
2: <laughs> wait, there's, more, there's, more, there's more. There's more. There's more. What is it's happening? A, parentheses. It's I spent five minutes on this. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes on that. Um, but
4: also, there's like a Twitter thing going on right now about the Russian embassy. It was like, oh, they're true. so poor. That they had to serve Kirkland vodka, and everyone's you know like
2: oh Kirkland, ugh, you know ugh.
4: Kirkland vodka is pretty good. Like no, I said, trashy twi- vodka. Well, first of all, I
2: don't drink vodka. Yeah, but let's like, let's start with vodka. I don't drink garbage. vodka, uh, uh, like across the board. I, I, I will drink vodka.
3: Kirkland does have a like thirteen times distilled vodka in like a snowy glass container <laughs> that, if you pour enough other crap with it, yeah. is delicious. I've gotten drunk you know, on Kirkland I've,
4: vodka. I've got nothing to say on Kirkland vodka. <laughs> That's... Other Except than my trash tweet. tweet. Oh, right. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, you defended your tweet. That's okay. I'm not defending it. I, I mean, the parenthetical... So you just,
3: you just tweet hip-hop, You made-up no, hip-hop lyrics. No, I'm going to start... Know,
4: I'm, gonna come in, sk- I'm gonna coming in hot with some content in the morning. Every yeah, guest... that started. That's the buzziest <laughs> sentence I've ever heard. Every guest the that morning, comes in you know. from here
2: on out. Every guest that comes in from here on out. I'm going <laughs> to find their trash tweet. I'm going to make them defend your it. say it? Defend the tweet. That's a great segment. Defend the tweet. Defend your tweet. All right, Matt, I want to ask you, first of all, about your piece. Republicans still think Trump will come cut Social Security and Medicare, dot, 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 eventually. Where do we stand with all of this? With Social Security and Medicare, it's sort of been flying around uh, since Trump took office Of what's going yeah, to happen to so it. Do there, we know? No,
4: but um, there's a, some good indications here. I mean, so first of all, he said during the campaign, he wouldn't touch Social Security or Medicare. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm the only Republican who can say that, and, and that. <laughs> I think will turn out to be sort of a lie. It's a pretty decent Trump impression. It's not a decent. No, fact. no, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. Uh, it's not bad. Uh, it's not bad. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so basically in Congress, we find that uh, most Republicans do not believe that he's not going to do something about this. Um, and in fact, you you hear from his own administration the rhetoric. I mean, he, he pointed Mick Mulvaney as his OMB director. Um, he certainly has his eyes set on Medicare and Social Security. Uh, Steve Mnuchin had said, it, there's a quote in there, or something like, we're not touching it in this budget right now. Okay. I mean, it's, and like it's, right now, you know, is the operative words.
3: This is why Paul Ryan sold his soul to Donald Trump is to <laughs> get his hands on Medicare. <laughs> we got to get, like, get
4: entitlement reform.
3: Right? We got to get. Less good Paul Ryan impression.
2: Can we yeah, th- can, They're all pretty bad. Those are those are all not good. <laughs> we need to take this idea that Paul Ryan is some serious policy wonk and just like take it out I'm back. a policy guy. I'm a wonk. Yeah, I mean like it, <laughs> we like must even, dispel of the notion we that, must dispel go that notion. do pick your switch. Yeah, You're right. right. Yeah, right. Like, somebody even earlier this week, uh, b- b- CNN wrote a whole thing, like, Paul Ryan, comma, a noted policy wonk. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, here's the question, I guess, for this. Do wonks have to be right?
3: Because, if I mean, if it's just that he's a nerd about policy, he absolutely is. He's yeah. just wrong.
4: Well, he, I mean, he knows, like, his way around an actuarial table. But, yes. Like, but he, I mean. I mean boom he, amongst us. Yeah. Yeah. We don't spend our, you know, nine, 67. When uh, I'm not watching the NASCARs. <laughs> <laughs> and on the elliptical. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he, I mean. <laughs> The thing is, like the wonk thing, I think is is sort of a misappropriation because I mean, look at what he was saying on poverty, right? His, his whole poverty thing—he mm-hmm. was just cherry picking data here and there, and and he, and he like it was willful ignorance in a lot of this. That um, I don't think a wonk does that, right? You, a wonk is like sort of the policy minded, cool, calm, like this is what the fa- facts and the data say, and you know, right. scrunch up my glasses. But
3: he's really cute. And
4: like, <laughs> you got you got it for really? Paul. Oh yeah,
3: no, he's got a I Jamie thing him. going on.
2: Okay, well, oh, it's, it's
3: the uh, he's got you know that I never
2: put it the slender now, I see it, yeah.
3: yeah I see the Paul no. If Ryan you were thing. less balding, Jamie, you would uh, have a Paul Ryan oh, thing going God. on. I'll take it.
2: Why it's, did you say that? Jonathan's full on bald. i do not care.
3: bald is sexy, man.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Um, so like it's not true, <laughs>
3: it's objectively <laughs> you're bald, not metal. Sexy, yeah, I'm balding.
2: You, you, I'm, just t- I'm just so you're tall thinning. nobody can see yes. <laughs> Nobody can see the, like, up, the up above the clouds yeah, it's, like, it's the clouds that have just been rubbing your hair My hair, hair is bit. very rich and thick on top of my head <laughs> um, Yeah, so Like, you know, for all these Allegations that Trump is some sort of a puppet Right, which I think that No puppet You're the puppet You're the puppet, puppet.
4: Uh, we all just broke into that.
2: <laughs> like it was, there's no, you can't, you can't escape. We it. don't have any even audio cues for this. It's just <laughs> it's us yelling. Just, <laughs> <laughs> um, is anybody leading Trump on, on these issues? Like on, on these like big, high-flying financial issues? I mean, that's
4: a great question. I mean, uh, you know, there's the, the Axis of Establishment, right? The uh, the Axis of Establishment. That's not mine. That's a Jason Lincoln's, uh, that's my colleague. That's I don't really want to, I don't want to. It's, it's a great, a great term. term. Yeah, it's really good. The previous Ryan. Claim it, own it. Yeah, I just came up with that on, fly. <laughs> yeah, on, on just the fly. Just riding, right Just yeah. now. Um, so smart and learned. Yeah, you know, learned. Can uh, you rap about it? <laughs> no, Fuhrer, German <laughs> <laughs> Axis of Establishment. Oh. Uh, Sup, kids, my teens. How are you today? let's rap for a moment about parents Um, (laughs) the science is too tight
3: (laughs) (laughs) I would listen to an entire show of you just doing that
4: now let me defend it that the changes the rap sequence Um, no so uh, serious issues (laughs) serious issues yeah I I mean the one thing I'll say is there are people here who are doing some policy and there's also a distinction between uh, what Trump owns and what Congress owns and I would say I heard the segment before. You guys were talking about the Obamacare and his portion during the uh, faux State of the Union, and he was saying, you know, like, oh, well, he owns he owns the Obamacare repeal. And I actually don't think that that's quite true. If you have really parsed out the words on what he was saying, he says, "I call on this Congress to repeal and replace Obamacare," and then, uh, which seems like it's you know really passive, it's on them. Whereas um, you look at tax reform, he says, "My economic team is working on a historic and historic tax reform." Right. That, he seems to own that a little bit more. So, so here's my question for you as a journalist. Is it worth parsing Trump's words? Well, so tr- obviously Trump does not he's not writing this crap and he's not parsing this. because right. He's reading. But someone in that administration is. And, and I think that in this particular instance, it's like someone is owning. <coughs> OK, that we're going to own tax reform and they're going to own Obamacare. And, and partly that is important because, like, if this is cast as Ryan care, or, you know, the Ryan replacement or mm-hmm. whatever, it's a lot easier for conservatives to say, oh, I oppose that, rather than Trump care and like, well, you know, Trump won sixty eight percent of my district.
3: I just I have a hard time seeing Donald Trump ever seeing something big and in the news that the Republicans are doing and not saying it's mine. And that's why parsing his words is so hard. Because when he Yes, I think you're this, absolutely right. This is yeah. prebis. I mean, this is a prebis yeah, yeah, playbook yeah. trying to be very calculating and political but at the end of the day Donald Trump's a bull in the china shop and he just goes so whatever he says at a moment that someone puts in his mouth he'll he, just say when the does, microphone's in front right? Of him right but i think
4: like kushner is is the one who's really wants to sort of lead from behind on with trump he doesn't want to get out in front of everything
2: Uh, Ah, the Obama Doctrine. Yeah, well, you know, know, leave from behind. Why
4: would he leave?
3: Yeah, except Obama Doctrine was leading from behind in foreign wars. This uh, is leading America (laughs) from behind. Domestic policy, right.
4: Um, No, I mean, it's just like the tax credit portion, right, where he endorsed tax credits. Uh, Like, if you were a conservative member of Congress, you heard him say, just like, tax credits, who knows what that means? Income tax credits, whatever. And if you were Paul Ryan, you, you know, you hear his, like, version of advanced refundable tax credits and... I appreciate your commitment. I'm just going for it, you know. I really do love it. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's terrible. Um, Yeah, I I just I I think that in these small instances there is a distinction of, and of course Trump, you know, he's not playing on that level, right? But someone in the White House is seeing this and saying, um, you know, there is a problem here with Obamacare, and (laughs) we don't want to own it. Uh, Paul Ryan probably does because you know (laughs) this this could blow up in their faces.
2: Yeah. Uh, As you know, when I host a show, I can never do it myself. I have to fill it with uh, very smart people. Uh, So I brought in Adam Smith, director at Every Voice, our good friend. Uh, I also brought in Jonathan Levy. Not for the smart part. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, Adam, I I will say we've talked to you through the campaign, Mm -hmm. uh, after the election, Mm -hmm. after the inauguration. We've been following with you Trump and sort of... His business ties, his business just associations in general. Uh, Democrats actually tried to get something done here. Jerry Nadler, specifically, uh, tried to request information on Trump and his possible uh, conflicts of interest and potential ties to Russia. And the House Judiciary Committee
1: buried it. Buried it. Yeah. And actually, so this... Resolution. So it's called a resolution of inquiry. And basically, it would require the Department of Justice to to provide documents to the House on any investigations into Trump's business conflicts or ties to Russia, which makes a lot of sense when he has lots of business conflicts and ties to Russia. Yeah. I thought he uh, said he had none. Yeah. He's told um, us repeatedly he has none. Yes, exactly. That's correct. Uh, and so... The His w- statement
3: is... Yeah. The fact that he said it is
1: correct. You're right. That's not right. Not the actual that's right, that's statement. Right. Uh, and uh, the way that... The house rules work i can't really explain this well but uh if the when it, with a resolution of inquiry like that the house would have had to vote and debate on it within 14 days if committees had not taken action mm. so um, uh, House Judiciary Committee on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday was a very busy day in Washington with the speech to Congress. So on Tuesday, when they knew they could bury it the most, and they actually kept delaying it. The The hearing started at like 10 in the morning, mm-hmm. but the final vote was around six, uh, you know, a couple hours before the speech, and they voted against um, uh, this resolution, uh, burying it, and making sure that we won't uh, see those things. It's, it's, uh, it's telling to me that Democrats are like they have their teeth on
2: this, right? Yeah. Like they're yeah. gonna go after it. Yeah. And this certainly won't be the last time that we see them go after it. They have it. their teeth on this? Well,
3: they're gritting teeth.
2: They're showing their teeth. Yeah. They're oh, like, they're show-
3: they're- or they're, they've sunk their teeth in it. Yeah, that's this. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I- it's not like they just teeth. popped in their dentures. Mm, yeah. No, they no. have their teeth on for this.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> 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 Only Chuck Schumer.
1: Yeah. Well, in a, sorry, sorry, sorry. and then they have to nice. keep doing stuff like this, and I think it's really important. Right, that's, that's what I'm getting at is to push it also to make sure. Like, House Judiciary Committee members are pretty safe members. Mm-hmm. I think the most vulnerable member, Republican member in that committee, is Daryl Issa, who did almost lose he his almost race. He almost lost. Um, D- Issa
3: won by one point, and yeah. it's in yeah. a district that went wildly right. for Hillary. That, I would not call him safe.
1: Yeah, no, he's the sa- he is he is the vulnerable. Yeah, he's the least safe. Yes, yeah, but I mean, he and, is
3: wildly vulnerable. Right. Yeah. and
1: so what I think they need to keep doing is. Make making sure they're making house members go on the record on this stuff. Yeah. Because that's going to make the vote because people clearly are upset about this. They want to know the truth and they people like ISIS should have to keep going on the record time and time again, whether they're going to offend him or not.
2: In in a lot of ways. And I mean this, uh, I don't mean to be critical of what the Democrats are doing, but in a lot of ways it's it's reminiscent of like the Obamacare votes, the symbolic Obamacare votes, right? Because they're going to keep trying to bring this up, and Republicans are going to keep shooting it down. And at some point when this all blows up in their face, Democrats can say, see, we tried this, we tried this, we tried this, we tried this, and these enablers over here, oh yeah they wouldn't they, they they wouldn't shine a light on what, what needed to be looked at as, so like at the least they're going say, on we record need to, we need to keep the receipts
1: right and that's why they did it in the committee You got it buddy i got young talk yeah, yeah you nailed it that's why they did it in committee cool. and not the full vote right they do not want their all their members on the record on this
3: no this is poison. Yeah, look, I mean, governing's hard in the best of circumstances. Yeah, it's it's the it's very hard to make decisions as opposed to just oppose them. These are not the best of circumstances. Yes,
1: yeah. and the story's not going away, whether it's the Russia conflicts or the business ties. Either these are you're going to keep seeing these stories but, time and time but again. But what if Trump uses a nice tone again? <laughs> right, <laughs> president, it's presidential saying he's screwing you mm-hmm. over. Yes.
2: Someone I want to else. talk. I want to talk about the whole presidential thing. We talked about it earlier. Like his address to Congress, and everybody that turned around and said, "What? A, what an amazing moment for him! What an amazing mm. time! What? A, what an amazing speech! How presidential this was!" Presidential, his pivot. He he got people to applaud for a slain he soldier. Filled a teleprompter full of lies, and went out there and didn't make fun of the way somebody looked, or someone with a disability. Mm-hmm. Didn't encourage someone to fight in the
1: audience, which is behavior that we've grown accustomed to. The bar's on the ground, right? Yeah. He, he doesn't have to jump over yeah. anything. He just has to step over it. And he people are surprised when he doesn't trip. You know, it's, it's really crazy. I mean, it is absolutely impossible
3: to stand in front of a joint session of Congress with the vice president and the speaker of the house behind you in a giant American flag and not be presidential. Right. right unless he opened his mouth and cockroaches came pouring right. out there was no way not out of the question <laughs> right right um
2: yeah.
3: but like <laughs> uh, you know uh, without that you can't not yeah. look like the president cuz you know what i mean we got to get over this the man is president yeah like he is the president of the united states that automatically makes it presidential it still's lie filled horrifying, racist right. garbage.
1: Yeah, the, that's the whole thing. Like, oh, he he opens with, everybody was like, oh, Ivanka had him open with his really, you know, inclusive statement. And then a couple minutes later, he's like, but we're going to create an office to highlight a certain group of people who it's, commit crime. Yeah. Right? It's just, it's really discordant, the whole and speech. It,
3: and it's not just a certain group of people that commit crime. crime. It is to target an already, you know, yes. targeted group of folks who commit crime at a much lower rate. We are going to ignore All these horrible things. We've stopped focusing on lone wolf terrorism that's domestically grown unless you are not, uh, if you are white. And we are going to create a special task force that's going to target immigrants. This is a problem. Yeah.
1: And my, though I will say, my favorite part of the speech because uh, of the work that I do was when Donald Trump said that they had begun draining the swamp and then House Democrats laughed at him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. There were a couple of moments where he got laughed at. Yeah, because, you know, he said, I've begun draining the swamp. I've issued this executive order on lobbying, which is actually weaker than Obama era rules. So he's, it's like he says, Obama
2: took plenty of grief for his lobbying. Absolutely.
1: And they got waivers for some of the things. Obama didn't really actually do a whole lot. Right. when it comes to, uh, he made these promises too about changing the system yeah. and he didn't do a whole lot, right. but you know, it wasn't the central theme of his campaign like Donald Trump. Yeah. And so he, he gets up there and he says, I am draining the swamp because I'm reducing the power of lobbyists and the rules are weaker. Here's what, it's, um, here's what, here's what yeah. it sounded like.
2: We have begun to drain like the swamp of government corruption by imposing a five-year ban on it. lobbying
1: by executive branch officials. Right, And then in the audience, so he says he's draining the swamp uh, with a week of rules. Then in the audience are cabinet members who donated to his campaign that Mm. were just confirmed by the Senate. You know, he and members, he during the campaign said Hillary Clinton and Ted Cruz were puppets of Wall Street. In that (laughs) audience were Goldman Goldman Sachs alum who he had appointed to his administration. Everything he said on the campaign about draining the swamp, he is now done. Wait, wait, hang on.
3: <laughs> hang on.
1: Jonathan is in disbelief.
3: Oh my God, the scales have fallen from my eyes. Are... <laughs> Are you saying he might have lied to
2: us? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mother of... Yeah. Someone please bring me my fainting couch. <laughs> no. I don't know I
3: if I can take papers. this much yeah. longer. Yeah, as he heads Lord. to...
1: Lord. <laughs> Peter just turned into Lindsey Graham. He was so stunned. <laughs> as he like heads to Florida this weekend to meet with a couple hundred donors to talk about whatever they want to okay. talk
2: about. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Adam Smith, he's the director at Every Voice. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Uh, follow him on Twitter at smith 83 and uh, check them out at Every Voice. Org. Uh, the love of my life, Jonathan Levy. Thank you for being here. Follow him on Twitter at Wolf Levy. A very metal Twitter handle. Uh, Wolf Levy. My name is Peter Ogburn. Follow me on Twitter at Peter Ogburn. Or don't. And follow the show at BP Show. We'll see you on Monday, folks. Have a good week. This is the Bill Press Show.